0: Hello everybody again, Um, uh, this is David Rose here again, and now I'm going to interview the other candidate, the um, current acting chair, Russell Myers, for the post of uh, substantive chair of the BCA. Um, So to begin with, just just tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, your involvement with caving in the BCA over the years. Yeah, um, right, well, I started caving in
1: 1968 uh, first trip down Bar Pot into the gap in Gilman and Chamber, age 16, set, up, set me off down a complete lifetime of adventure and, uh, you know, the sheer excitement of that was just unbelievable. I can remember the detail even now from all this distance distancing time. Uh, subsequently joined CPC and took off on a caving career with them, uh, which has lasted really till this, uh, till this day. Um Along the way, I've uh, got into the sort of administration side of Caving Clubs, etc., cetera, uh, committee of the CPC, secretary chair, um, got involved with the Council of Northern Caving Clubs back in the 80s, uh, first as rep for uh, the club and then took on the chair's job for about 10 years, or just short of 10 years, um, fronted up on access and um, discussions with various landowners, uh, and then took a back seat, I saw a sort of gap year, I suppose you might say, it lasted about 25 years, um, and then um, found myself in, in uh, lockdown at the beginning of April last year, twiddling my thumbs, wondering what to do, probably like the majority of people in the country, and uh, read Matt Yule's resignation post, which concerned me uh, quite a bit. Um, So I thought about it for quite a while, Um, contacted Matt, offered to help, uh, came to an agreement about shadowing him, doing some of the admin work, got the job of uh, proofreading the website that they were developing at the time for my Sins. And three weeks later, he decided to stand down and leave me to it. (laughs) So in at the deep end. um, And uh, not much happened for a, a few weeks. And then we discovered Zoom and Zoom has been the key to uh, our continued functioning. Uh, Unfortunately, along the way, we've kind of gone through a bit of a turbulent period of change with the key sort of positions of chair secretary. Um, Not so much treasurer, because good old Howard stuck it out and stayed the course. But um, when I look back, we've we've had three chairs within six months, which is probably not good. Um, for the for the organisation from a stability point of view, but um, we are functioning quite well. Um, and so I felt um, that although the uh, the chair's position was up for uh, uh, election again uh, this AGM, the the need for continuity and to establish stability and what have you was a, a driving force really to to carry us on and uh, you know get the ship back on an even keel so
0: to speak. Turbulent times. Well, that very much leads me to, to the next question, which is, you know, as you say, it has been a, a very turbulent time. Um, how would you go about trying to uh, bring about stability to the organisation? And um, what, what's your kind of general vision for it um, going forward? Uh, yeah, I think uh, I, I don't. Well, we're in, a, we're in a period
1: of change. There, there are pro- proposals coming up at the AGM, which uh, are, are going to affect some, some degree of change. Uh, and and I'm all for change, and I'm not one to resist it. But um, I mean, we're going to do it in a considered manner, and I think we've done that this last last um, sort of year or so um, in coming up with with these proposals. So um, the the implementation of those, um, primarily this um, proposal to merge the uh, training committee with the sorry um, equipment and techniques committee, and then convert them into a working group. Uh, it is a flavor of of, what, of what's to come assuming that the membership um you know vote for that but it does allow us a degree more flexibility in the way in which we yeah, we, we will operate uh, and so my, my intention really is not to um is not to rock the boat too much to be honest um uh, allow this period of stability to uh, to continue to um, um, develop and uh, deal with things uh, along the way i mean clearly we've got Got to get out of COVID um, in its widest sense. Um, It's still lurking there, and uh, you know, does give cause cause for concern. So, I think we've got to be wary about any uh,
0: backlash from that. One of the. issues that you know was already beginning to make itself felt but i mean the whole covid crisis and the consequent impact on, on what has always been you know one of the main routes indicating namely university clubs you know is is, is is considerable but one of the things that was already becoming apparent was that uh people were talking about how caving is not a very diverse sport it doesn't fully reflect diversity in our society do you think there's a way for the bca to play a role in, in changing that and And also, maybe to be more proactive, not to rely so much on university clubs to be the way into caving to to try and reach out to other parts of society um and of course, bearing in mind that there's only a small minority, I think less than probably a sixth of, of universities even have clubs yeah uh do you know this this is a this is
1: a problem which goes back a long way, um, particularly with m- my uh, actual club, and uh, we've spent i would think at least the last 20, maybe even 30 years, trying to recruit uh, people from, from wherever. Um, and the problem is um, you get people in dribs and drabs and we've tried breeding our own, but we can't breed fast enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so in a way, you're going to kind of um, fo- focus your effort on, uh, on places like the universities because... It's a, a collective group, a ca- almost a captive audience that you can you can get to. Well, I, I'm I, you know I'm open minded that we, we ought to be looking elsewhere as well. Um, you know, I'm aware that the scouts have, are a, pen, a potential f- feed for, uh, uh, for for cavers um, and, and similar similar organisations. I mean, interestingly, right at the beginning of my uh, period as secretary, I got uh, I got an email from somebody asking about. Uh, where they could get hold of a girl guide's caving badge uh, which you know triggered a little bit of uh, interest and uh, um you know we we're kind of in the thick of covid and all the rest of it so I don't, I don't quite know how far that got but you know um we've certainly got we've certainly got work
0: to do to to um, spread the word far and wide do you think or what makes you think i should say that you're the right person for the job and, and obviously we don't want to disparage the other candidate but i mean would you like to say why you might be better suited?
1: Oh, I wouldn't think of it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of pretty much um, in the twilight years of my actual active carving um, uh, life, but that represents a lifetime of of, of carving plus being involved on the administri- administration side, uh, and I think what it's done, it's it's kind of lent. It's lent itself to, a, I suppose, a degree of maturity. Um, ah, the, the skill of being able to be diplomatic when it comes to being diplomatic. Um, I, mean, I like to think, actually, that mo- most cavers have a streak of uh, anarchism in them. And I certainly re- I certainly identified it in my, my early kind of youth when I was uh, you know, rampaging about um, in, in all the caves that we were getting into and, and having to get to them as well. Uh, but you quickly realise that you know anarchism is not the way forward really you've got to get organized um and so uh i you know i i'd kind of um think that i, I brought a kind of caving to the politics of bca working life and uh, you know we've got all sorts of processes and procedures and all the rest of it which you can spend almost a lifetime trying to absorb and uh, digest Uh, and that's fair enough but I think at times you've got to kind of react uh, at what's in front of you and and get things done you know the outcome is to sort of achieve things Um, and I'm not saying I'm going to ride roughshod over over um, you know policies and procedures and all the rest of it I mean we've we've had to sort of um, be quick on our feet this last year to deal with the situation we've been in. So that, for instance, you know, getting onto Zoom was was an eye opener in terms of holding meetings. Um, and so, you know, I would hope we can keep progressing um, with with that use. But I think I think the bottom line is there's still a streak of
0: anarchism in me, so I like to think of myself as the Caver's Caver, you know. Um. One one question that one uh, of the uh Members has risen, uh, risen, uh, as as put sorry, through me is uh, it, it's being suggested that sometimes there's a minority of of, of vocal but powerful people and powerful people who, who are a minority but they hold up progress they they stop the BCA from getting things done. Do you think that's right? And and if so, how would you try to put a stop to it?
1: No, I don't. I, I don't think it's there anymore. Uh, it may have been in the past, but certainly, uh say this last twelve months. Um, there might there have been uh, residues of it when I first came on board but uh, in, in all honesty I, I've not seen any of that at all I, mean, I, I don't know where the vocal minority is there are some very um, strong minded uh, people who will give you a good run for your money with an argument or a discussion or a debate but I wouldn't call them the <laughs> vocal minority I mean at the end of the day um, we've got the, the council as a collective body to, to vote on anything that comes before it. So it's not as if you know a vocal minority, if it if it exists, which
0: I don't, I don't believe it does. Um, could it could really sway the day? Um, now, obviously, we, we've had you know some fairly prominent people resign in in, in, in um, or different. I mean, Bill resigned for, for reasons which were very yeah. sad, partly to do with his, his father's passing but you know we, we had you referred to Matt Ewells already and you know, we have had some quite high profile people leave in, in not very nice circumstances with some ill feeling we also had people you know just basically getting tired and, and, and drifting away do you think there's anything you would do that would make the job of people volunteering for the BCA um easier more attractive make it easier to hold on to people have you got any thoughts about that
1: Ah, uh, yeah I mean um you know, it's a shame we've lost those people, and, and I'll I'll pay credit to Phil right right now because he he, he paved the way, he led the way to to this to to achieving the stability that we've got now, which it's is just a shame he couldn't carry on with it. Um, and, and you know, to some extent, I've picked up the reins of that uh, that horse, so to speak, and and, and drive it on. But I, I think the the way forward is a more conciliatory and uh, um, collaborative sort of approach to um, uh, you know, encourage n- new people in, uh, t- you know, together with a mentoring sort of process as well. Uh, I mean, I went through one hell of a rapid learning curve, which, I mean, I described to somebody as like I could do with a set of pussikers to get up this. <laughs> but but uh, having kind of, I don't know, about probably about 80% of the way there now, um, you know, Alan uh, Richardson came on board as secretary. And uh, I think, I, I mean, I, I don't know if he's older than me or not, but... <laughs> I would say that, uh, you know, I've, I've given him a degree of mentoring from, um, from, from what I learned. So I, I, I would be uh, very much in favour of, uh, uh, you know, kind of mentoring approach, uh, a collaborative approach with anybody who wants to um, come, on, come on board and help run the organisation. I mean, it, it, it's got re- it revolves around, it's volunteers. Um, and, you know, we've got to do all we can to, to encourage them in and not obviously put them off. So I'm really keen to put that um, reputation that BCA appeared to have, say, two or three or four years ago, and way behind us because I feel we're, we're moving in the right direction. Things are getting done. We're far more efficient at doing it. Um, and, you know, kind of watch this space. But we could definitely do with some uh, uh, help with new recruits.
0: If, if you um, are not successful and, and the other candidate wins, would you intend to stay involved with BCA um, or, or would you sort of bow out gracefully or whatever?
1: Yeah, it's a good question that I am. Um, I mean, come out of the darkness of 25 years on a gap year, uh, I find it all really fascinating. I, I find it very energizing actually to sort of be able to rub shoulders with everybody that's doing stuff in caring And uh, I, I wouldn't want to lose it, to be perfectly honest. So. I definitely would be looking for uh, some some other position, whether it's within BCA, uh, I'm not too sure. Um, it depends what's available. <laughs> Things are changing. But, yeah, I definitely want to hang on. Uh, well, not so much hang on, but, you know, help the, the mentor. Yeah. the mentor inside of it. What is it you like most about British caving? Oh, it's, it's, it's the people that you meet. It's incredible. I mean... Uh, there's something about caving that generates this this amazing sort of number of people with probably the wackiest of sort of personalities and outlooks and such like, but uh, it, it's influenced my whole life from 1968. Uh, and, you know, some of those people are, are firm friends, you know, best friends. Um, and, and it's that person, it's that, it's the people that, that's the crunch of it. I mean, you could, Going describing all the, all the fantastic caves we've got and, and all the caving that you can get done, but at the end of the day, it's it's the people that go with it that I find um,
0: so attractive. Um as um, well, this is a rather specific question. So um, obviously we have the, the 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 forum ukcaving.com. Um if if um do you think it would be a good idea for the bca to take on that forum and for it to become a sort of bca website would you think it's better to maintain it as an independent place and, and of course the same goes for dissent and darkness below uh personally
1: i think you know, it's a big yes i think bca needs something like that we've got oh, we've got our own forum but uh if you if you have a dip into it you'll probably find the last entry was going to be a year or two ago no looks at it. so, so it's just it's just not it's moribund to be honest it's just not um, functioning so yeah any anything uh, that would get get us that kind of uh,
0: um exposure so we could get get the message out all in favor this is this is a question that's coming from from someone uh, i think in the south um do you think that the BCA has taken on too much? I mean, the, the, the phrase, the word you used in this question is bloated. Uh, I must admit, it's not a word I agree with, but then, you know, Yeah. yeah. Do, do, you, do you think the BCA is trying to do too much? And is, is it trying to be all things to all people? Should it be stripped back to some more basic set of functions? Uh, I, I
1: don't think um, that any of the functions that we perform, right across the board from, you know, I mean, obviously we've got, uh, council for starters but right through to the working groups uh, I, I don't think there's a, that any of those have been um, what you well would, would add up to being bloated I think they've all been necessary uh, and and continue to be necessary as well I mean there may be changes in, in one or two sort of areas but um, the, you know the, the, what's occurred within those groups has, has definitely been needed uh, and it still is and um, so I, I can't really see us trying to pare back what, what we've already got. I mean, it's not as if it's... We're not, we're not talking about jobs for the boys and everybody sitting back and twiddling their thumbs and, you know, sort of <laughs> resting on their, on their laurels. I mean, pe- people are being active
0: and getting things done. This is a rather philosophical question. Do you consider the BCA to be a body which is a representative body of cavers or a governing body of caving? Uh, definitely not. A, it's definitely
1: not a, a governing body, uh, and it is very much a representative uh, body of all all camp. And I might add miners in there as well because I keep forgetting about the mines. <laughs> but but we should forget the mining sort of community as well. Um, and so I, I yeah I, we're we're a representative body of
0: uh, you know for everybody um, and not not uh, a governing body. Now, we, we have seen, you know, some quite divisive arguments over the years. And I mean, the, the one that makes everybody groan, because it's, I mean, if it ever crops up on UK caving, it it, it, it leads to, or can lead to horrible arguments. And um, it can, you know, it can take up hours of time. But like, I'm thinking of Ogre of Drynen, But I mean, c- certain issues seem to have, you know, become a source of a very bitter conflict over the years. Do you think there's a way to to stop that happening is there a way where you would see it it's possible to encourage mutual respect when when things do crop up that, that people have differing views on and, and and don't blow up into these quite ugly rifts yeah
1: i think the the difficulty is that these things gain uh, um, a kind of degree of traction at a local level and they don't really come to prominence until they really do start blowing it back um and uh you know it's where you know what what role can BCA play I mean we're currently uh, our hands are tied in terms of intervening with the where the constitution's um drafted so it's not as if we could just sort of weigh in and uh, and start um you know when a non-governing body We can't go around telling people what to do but what, what I would hope we could do is again falling back on this mediation sort of uh, argument and offer to to, to mediate between the you know the differing differing parties and uh, try and um, reach a, a consensus of agreement opinion um, and you know um, I can't I can't praise him ha- highly enough but Phil Phil Rousel, he, he he actually did some of that he achieved it and uh, he kind of set a mark I think that uh, you know I I think we look look to uh, to achieve and uh, you know offer, offer to help out.
0: Um, um, what what do you think the relationship uh, between the regional councils and the BTA should be? I mean, what, what's your comment on that that issue? And and do you think that should change at all, or is it, or, do, or does it are things okay as they are? Ah, uh, I, I, well, I think
1: I think things should continue as they are. I think the the regional councils have a, a huge um, role to play in, as the name suggests, representing their their local regions and you know um you know through the through the sort of caver club um the organization structures feeding into them at a local level they they they've got the eyes and ears on the ground so you know that the the vitally necessary to um, to be able to pick up on any anything that needs needs dealing with really and and, uh, and so in that respect they've got a great role to play within um, within BCA, I mean, at the end of the day, they, they, they were kind of they, they were the founding bodies for what was the original NCA, and they were great days.
0: Although at the same time, I know, remember. <laughs> if, you, if you take me, you know, I I I I go, I do a reasonable amount of caving, um, and and I'm obviously, you know, very involved in, in, in the caving world. Um, but, you know, I live, I live in Oxford, which is sort of not quite in the middle of the country, it's, it's obviously towards the south, but, you know, I, I go caving in the Mendips, I go caving in South Wales, I go to Derbyshire, I go to New Yorkshire. Um, and, and, you know, what's my regional council? I, I don't really have one. And <laughs> sometimes <laughs> no. I sort of feel that, uh, you know, BCA is clearly, you know, I'm a member of the BCA, I'm a member of the BCA council, but... Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm never, I'm never quite clear. For, you know, if you don't actually live in a caving area or are not a member of a club which has a strong base in a caving area, you know, what's your relationship to the regional council other than perhaps you know booking a permit on the CNCC website? Um, yeah, it's a bit of a difficult one, really. I mean,
1: um, you are kind of rising to the top in a way <laughs> to, to 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 the um, you know the, the the role at BCA performed in in linking all these different regions together. Um, But, uh, you know, I I would think if if you were caving, well, if you're caving right across the know, back in the day, I was all over the place too. Um, And we never really thought about caving politics. It was all about the caving and meeting up with some great guys to go caving with, you know. Um, So... Uh, I, i'm not entirely sure where you would where you would fit in i mean you, you could have a, a non-regional regional body could be doing work would it right. <laughs> Particularly. Yeah. but i, I mean i say the role of the regional bodies as is, is of so, you know the, the 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 chunk of land that they've got the caves and uh back to the mines again in um uh, is, is 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 vital it's vital that they're there to, to to be able to you know represent anything that that arises from um, people going, Kevin, mining. It's not a right term, is is it? Mine exploration. Um, you know, so um, yeah,
0: tricky one, really. Well, I think that's it. That's it, really. Um, thank <laughs> you very much. Um, and well, um, may the best candidate win.